What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome in. This is LOTL, and this is episode 146. And on tonight's episode, we welcome on special guest Bree Feliciano, who joins us from the uh, Kicks for Kids uh, new charity in Cleveland. Kicks for Kids is a nonprofit charity that uh, specializes in uh, gathering donations of gently used or new sports equipment for underprivileged children in the Cleveland area. And they are a newly formed uh, organization who is having their first uh, donation drive and event at High and Dry in Tremont. Uh, so we talked to Bree about that and uh, Kicks for Kids and how that all came together and how awesome that is. And we also uh, learn a little bit more about Bree and uh, uh, who she is and what she does and things she likes to do in Cleveland, why she loves Cleveland so much. And... Um, we learn about some of her favorite spots. And then we get into some sports talk. We talk about the Super Bowl. We do our top five favorite sports uh, Super Bowl commercials. And we give our predictions for the big game on Sunday, as well as talking Browns and uh, Cavs. And that about does it. But like every other week, we get everything started with the beer of the week. Let's go. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast. With your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. All right, what's up, everybody? It is Beer of the Week time, but before we divulge what we're drinking, wanted to welcome on a special guest. Uh, we are welcoming on tonight Bree Feliciano. She is part of the nonprofit charity called Kicks for Kids uh, that just got started and is having their big kickoff first event on Super Bowl Sunday, which is coming up this weekend. Hi, Bree. How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're awesome. great. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Really Thanks appreciate it, me. and uh, Bree's uh, joining us virtually, so she has her own beer uh, tonight. But we are drinking a Hazy Jane New England style IPA from Brewdog. Now, I got this purposely because Ryan had himself a rough week last week with our uh, with our drink of the week because it wasn't beer. So bad. oh, so so here's so, so, so Bree, here's here's what here's what happened. So Jordan got oh, a beer. God. Jordan got a beer last week that uh, we're not okay. going to name names because we don't want to. It, it, it's probably not their fault. Um, it had a bunch of floaties and sediment in it, more than oh, you would no. more than you would think. And uh, we, tr- we we all tried it before the episode started because Ryan actually fi- actually saw it first, and we tried it and it was not pleasant. Um, so usually every week we do a beer of the week. And I was like, well, what the heck are we going to do now? Because we're not going to drink this. All right. So I have a new and growing uh, bourbon whiskey collection in my house. So I'm like, let's just drink some bourbon. So I poured everybody some. And Ryan is admittedly a... Not a fan. Not a fan. No? Not a bourbon fan? 
Uh, no, not even a little bit. And so I lived in Kentucky for a couple of years, so you'd think like, oh, you should be experienced. There's a sin in Kentucky. I, I know, and everybody said that. <laughs> and I just, I had, there was one one really bad, but there's two in particular nights <gasps> that I can vaguely remember, and they both ended horribly. And I can't, I can't look at it. I can't smell. I was, uh, I, you know, I, I could say I'm, I'm a. Yeah, a little dramatic, perhaps, and I was this embellishing. Is, this a is bit. indeed dramatic. But uh, I literally, like, you know, I the way I described it is like, you know, like when you feel like you're about to get sick and your mouth really starts like salivating. Like, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like when I smell this stuff, it immediately happens. I'm like, we're about to have a bad time. So I had like two little baby this, sips and whined and moaned about it, and then uh, the rest of it got pitched. This prompts the question, though. It's like, are, so are you like a lightweight of a drinker? Oh, I, I, now I. I, am, I don't yes. mean that like. A, don't, please don't no, take that offensively. No, no, I don't like, care. I, mean, I hope you take that offensively. I know. I wish it was a lightweight. It'd be a lot cheaper. But um, no. So I, I lived in New England for a couple years. That's where I got fully sucked into the craft beer world, and that's where like my IPA love came from. And when I was yeah. up there, I was hitting one or two or three breweries a weekend, and I was drinking like really nice craft beer. And I felt like my tolerance went up. And then I moved back uh, here and I started drinking more of like my Mick Ultras and my seltzers and things. And I feel like I've lost a bit of my edge. And so I feel like, yes, that's probably part of it. I don't mind uh, gin. I don't mind. Actually, I really like gin. I don't mind vodka. I like tequila. Um, but if See, like, Denver did the whole converted me into like an ipa drinker i lived in denver for like almost five years there you go. So. oh denver's nice. awesome that is i will have to pick your brain about that town because jordan's that's a, lived yes. in denver yeah i lived there for a summer but it was it's that's that's also one of the places where i got into craft beer too yeah but um yeah, yeah. good 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 city for sure yeah. So oh, I, yeah. I yeah. think where Dan was going with this is he threw me a bone because he, he knows how yeah. much I like hazy IPAs. And so I feel like this, I appreciate the, thanks for the redemption arc on this one, man. Well, yeah. It's, so it's, 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 that's been, a good friend. That's yeah, a good yeah, right? friend. Absolutely. See? Um, so it's, it's been our probably our most frequent style of beer we've had on Beer of the Week just because we, we all love IPAs and especially hazies. Um, so it's been hard to find one in the Cleveland, Ohio area that we haven't tried yet. Cause this is now our 145th, 46th episode. Um, so I was able to find one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was able to, able to find one, uh, from BrewDog. Funny thing about BrewDog. Uh, I know Jordan knows this. I don't know if you guys know this. Scottish. So it's brewed in Ohio, but the actual brewery is from Scotland. Like our punter. I did not know that. Like our punter, the Scottish hammer. Well, more like the Scottish tweezer this like, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did not. He had a rough go. We, we still love him. We love the Scottish hammer. I but... do too. What it's How does somebody who works out so much, do you follow him on Instagram by any chance? I don't. So I, I follow don't. him on Instagram. Look at his social media. All he does is work out and play with his dog. And I'm like, bro, all you do is lift. How, how does your leg not work? Like, what is... <laughs> Why? It must just, it's got to be technique. We got to call Pat McAfee. Especially, I feel like that, like that position, like you have one job. Right. Yeah, and it's not even, and I, I probably feel like I'm dogging on punters. I feel like kicking field goals and extra points is, <coughs> yes, it's just one job, but that's got to be a lot harder than just, hey, dude, oh, gosh, go yeah. wail on this ball and boot it downfield. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like kickers across the league this year had a rough go. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially ours. Yeah, 
Good for a while. For a Cody while. Park, he had a strong start to the season, but strong like strong start, and actually he had a pretty strong finish. Yeah, had like, a rough couple weeks. Like the last that. last couple games and then the playoffs. He was actually pretty good. But yeah, the the middle part of the <laughs> Another special guest? I was say, do we have a dog over there? I'm excited. We have two. Nice. Uh, my, my, so, so I there's Rex who is just turned a year, and then there's Max who is my old man, he's five. Mine just picked so, his head up when he heard it. So any kind of, yeah, any small car or anything, the small dog like the younger dog will bark and then the older dog will bark. So it's just Nice. A constant issue. We're very, we're very pro <laughs> dog they're on asleep. this podcast. They're asleep, they're good, but as long as they're awake, they're barking at someone. Nice. All right, so I'll read the description of this Hazy Jane, and then we'll rate it, and uh, we'll move on. So Hazy Jane, an all-out New England, New England patriot of a beer, boo. Brace yourself <laughs> for a full-tilt fruit hit. Aromas of pineapple, mango, stone fruit, and hints of lime. Lime head? Oh, that's weird. For state line. Oh, head for state line. God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Brewed with oats oats and wheat and left for un and left unfiltered for a smoother ride. Fall for the East Coast crush. So that's the description. What do you guys think? Oh, by the way, uh Bree, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a good old classic Christmas ale. From Great Lakes. Very nice. Great Lakes. There we go. Very nice. We love, we love, we love. Yeah, Christmas I, thought, I feel like we we talked about this a thousand times, so I'll be brief. But I feel like the batch this year was extra good uh, as compared to previous years. Yeah. yeah, this year was not too bad. Like last year's, I I hated I last year's. Didn't batch. like. Agree. Yeah, we we all yeah we all agree. Last year and I was like completely agree. Yeah, something was off yeah. last year, but this year was good. I enjoyed it yeah. a lot this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, this year's is a, it's a it's ten times better. Yep, for sure. Uh, anyways, about this beer, I like it. I mean, it's yeah, a New Jordan, How do you rate it? I don't think I've ever had... There's been few New Englands I don't like, and those are basically the ones that aren't really New Englands, but they say they are. But um, I like... I, I've had this before, actually, many times. It's a good beer. Um, rating it? I'd, I'd probably give it a solid 6.5, uh, which might seem a little low. I, I don't mean it to sound that low. It's just I've had so many hazies that... I'm kind of picky with them now, but it's a, it? it's a good uh, 6.5. Wow. Yeah, Whoa. sorry. I don't know. It's not it's not hitting like it usually did, but I'm not saying it's bad. I would I would still drink it, and it's pretty much available in most grocery stores and gas stations, so it's a good beer to pick Is up. Is it really? I've seen it pretty oh, much. Oh, man. I, I, thought I, I thought I was... Uh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought I got a find. Yeah, apparently not. Not unique. <laughs> <laughs> my bad sorry ryan nah, just kidding uh, i'll go since you're okay never mind uh, i don't know i don't know where i am right now <laughs> all right uh i'm gonna give it a 7.4 i liked it a lot more whoa. actually whoa i feel like for me it's just like it's like a step below Hayes jude which is wow. like which is my oh. favorite oh i don't know about that you settle down <laughs> i mean i'm a big Hayes jude guy so so am i had one this weekend at funkin ship what up? Mm. Well, love me some Funkin' Chip. Bree, have you had... Sorry, real quick. Bree, have you had Hayes Jude by Platform? I have not. Ooh. If you like IPAs, give that one a shot. That's really good. It's juicy. Okay. Yeah, big fan. Sorry, Ryan. Oh, good to know. You're okay, good. good to know. I am actually uh, exactly where Jordan was. I was thinking 6'5". Um, Here I thought I did you a favor. I mean, I still off, like right? it. I mean, it, off, yeah, it, it's yeah. there's just I've had um, I think like what you're saying, Dan. Like, we've done so many of these, which is a good thing. 
I, there's just other ones that we've tried that I would go to ahead of this. Is it the full tilt fruit hit? I don't see. I don't get as no, fruity. I'm as, getting a weird aftertaste too, which I don't like. Or I don't. It, well, and I have like weird. I've got like a weird. I got like my protein over here, and I'm. Well, I got like a chocolatey. <laughs> I did a bad thing, and I well, got that's a lot of not this. brew dog. Th- this fault. is yeah, that's 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 fair. Did Maybe you I should chocolate hazy. I, yeah, <laughs> chocolate gosh. hazy, gross. So yeah, I think I screwed myself up over here. But uh, I don't, you yeah, know, I don't, I don't dislike it. I would get it again. Um, it's just not uh, compared to some of the other ones we've done. Yeah, it's it's not top that's of the like, list, but it's still nicely compared done. To that Minuteman, that Minuteman was bomb. That was really good. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Speaking of your metaphorical mic, Jimmy, do you like it? Well, I think I'm on the same page as Ryan and Jordan. Damn it. <laughs> oh, well. I, six, I seven tried. For I tried. I tried. No, hey, man. No, I mean, it's not your fault. I tell you what. It's Brewdog's fault. I'm just <laughs> well, hey, hey. At least, at least I didn't uh, buy beer that had floaties in it. This is true. I mean, fair point. Fair point. <laughs> I could have looked at the bottles, I suppose. Uh, Bree, what would you rate uh, this year's Christmas ale? What, uh, one, out of, one through ten, what would you rate it? <laughs> Give it like an eight and a half. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Nice. It is good this year. That's a good score. <coughs> okay, awesome. So that's Beer of the Week. Go out and get yourself some Brew Dogs, some Hazy Jane, and uh, have a good time with it. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, why don't we go ahead and uh, get to our guest of honor? Yes. All right, Bree. Uh, you're on the spot now. No. No one has ever referred to me as that. Well, guest of honor. <laughs> Today, today's uh, today's the first. It's a new day. day. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. So, Bree, um, yes. you are here representing Kicks for Kids, yes. um, which I wrote down from what I read online, a Cleveland nonprofit that collects new or gently used sporting goods for the underprivileged. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. If you want to, in your own words, well, actually, let's let's introduce you first, and then we'll get okay. to the details of Kicks for Kids. So okay. just introduce yourself, whatever you want to say. Uh, let's start maybe where you grew up in the city, uh, where you went to school for college, and what you do for a living. Okay. I um, actually grew up probably, I think it's like 25 minutes outside of Cleveland, um, in Lorain County. Okay. The worst. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't gonna say anything. I So I actually went to high school with Anthony Hitchens. No. Uh, oh yeah. His brother is a relatively good, or his adoptive brother, I should say, is a relatively good friend of mine, as is he. Um, and then from there, I went to Ohio State University. Oh. The Ohio State University. What do you guys know about that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, loved it. Best four and a half years of my life. Um, so you're actually, there, in, so you're actually an Ohio to, State fan. I loved, loved my time at Ohio State. That was a blast from most of the things that I remember. Um, <laughs> and then from college, I moved to Denver. I lived in Denver five years and then I moved back to Cleveland area, um, I'll be here three years, four years this year, four, nice. four years this year. So, cool, awesome, um, great. And so, you pretty much all your sports fandom, I assume, is going to be Ohio and Cleveland based. Yes, that's cool. everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I was I was joking, but I mean, it's really cool. Like, we have a lot of Ohio State fans up here. Not all of them, of course, go to Ohio State, but that's really cool. You actually did, and. 
That yeah. must have been a blast going. What? So what years were you there? So did you get to witness like what uh what teams did you get to witness in Ohio State? I was there. So I was there from 07 to 2012. Okay. Okay. That was so. And then so like I was only there. Um, like I didn't do like I didn't stay on campus in summer, so I would drive back home. Yeah. Um, and then when I would drive back home in the summers, I would. That's when I did like all my bartending, which also developed my taste for IPAs and all that. Hey. Um, bartended at like Shooters and. Oh, nice. All over the place. It was yeah. it was a good time, West Park area. Um, and then did the same thing in Denver, but cool. it was a good time. Ohio State. It's. Mm, I will say, like every, I feel like every time now I go back. The culture is a lot different. Like, I feel... Oh, 100%. 10 times older when I go down there now. Because, like, I feel like I'm at the age where, like, I just kind of hate loud and unnecessary noise. (laughs) 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 High Street is no longer the place for me. Um, I tend to, like, venture off of High Street now. But I do, like, try to go back at least once a year for a home game. Obviously... Didn't get to do that this year. Yeah. Or last year, I guess I should say. Um, but I'm hoping, fingers crossed, the whole panini press that we're in is over and done Because I'm just so over this. I miss, like, I miss live sporting events. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Gosh. Seriously. I can have come to realize that I can no longer function without them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to go to a, I want to go to a Cavs game so bad right now. I know, I know. Technically, we can. Like, they're allowing, like, 3,000 fans in every game. But it's yeah. just – it's not the same. No, it's not. And, like, you don't get the – the atmosphere is yeah. completely different. Like, um, Lynn – Linda, the other – who you guys, like, previously – Lintendo. Lintendo. <laughs> that is, by Her the way – And some of like, the other girls went last week, and they were like – I didn't go tag along because I had just – adulting to do um but they went and they were like snapchatting i'm like it looks so different like even like just i even like wanted to ask them but like it's just it's not the same because you you go to like any cleveland sporting event it's loud yeah people are screaming people are standing and like it wasn't like that at all yeah like this is that's not cleveland it's not it's not the cleveland energy that like I've at least come to, like, know and love. Right. Well, like, even, like, Browns games, like, so they allowed, like, 12,000 fans in every game, but you couldn't tailgate. So, like, you would just go down there, like, 20 minutes before the game started, go into the stadium, you know, maybe go get a beer at the concession stands, but then, like, go to your seat and, like, not move. Yeah. That was, like, a topic of conversation for, like, so we have, like, a girls group chat. Um, At least once a week was... I miss the muni a lot. I miss tailgating at least. Yeah. Like at a minimum during football season. Cause yeah. it's just, it's Cleveland. Like it's, you think Browns, you think tailgating, you think sure. Cleveland, you think the corner, like. And imagine, imagine like, how it's going to be now that we're actually legitimately good. I know. Like, like tailgating next Go year is going, tailgating next year is going to be insane. I've actually so never good. tailgated in the Muni lot and I've, I've wanted to do it for so long and it's just, we're going to do happened. it next year. You know well, what we're going to do? We're going to make an LOTL yeah. tailgate. There you go. Let's do it. I'm in. I'm with it. I'll yeah. show up. Heck Hell yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Bring everybody. 
Um, well, cool. Um, I figured you were all Ohio and Cleveland sports. Just wanted to double check. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've had some yeah. some people who are from the area, or, and then they're not for one reason or another. So, like Jordan. Um, well, yeah. Well, I'm I'm not from here. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's any consolation, my friend is from here, but she's a Michigan fan. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so there is one go. of ours. Oh yeah, that's right. She's been on the show numerous times. <laughs> Hannah. Oh yeah, Hannah, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who? Yeah. Um, so let's get into the Kicks for Kids Foundation. Okay. Uh, so let's start. If you don't mind, if you could, in your own words, describe the charity, and yeah, we'll start with that, and then I want to know the mission, and we'll go from there. Okay. So the charity, and you pretty much described it relatively well. So we just want to collect any. Obviously, usable, decently used um, sporting goods. We are turning away no sports. You can give me gymnastics, tennis, football, baseball, whatever you can think of, we will take it. Um, and the goal is to get these items to kids that need them but otherwise could not afford them. Um, obviously, we accept monetary donations and all that too. If people want to donate that way, that's great. Um, but realistically, half, like, I know I had a ton of stuff just sitting in storage, just collecting dust, had nothing better to do. Um, so why not give it to somebody who can actually put it to good use, who can actually, you know, keep themselves out of trouble or find some kind of positive um, outlet for the energy that they have as opposed to some of the stuff that I used to do when I was younger that... was not so positive um and just kind of make it possible for them to get themselves out of situations that they don't need to be in um or even like as a as a parent you know it's tough to see your kids and to see other kids doing um stuff that they want to do and you you want to be able to have them do that but if you can't afford it there's i mean especially right now with everything going on um there's not much you can do other than just kind of hope. And that's where we kind of want to step in where it's like, Hey, we, we hear you. What can we do? How can we help? What, what do they need? Let us get it. Um, and so, yes, like the monetary donations, if we don't have something like shoulder pads, I don't think we have shoulder pads right now. So um, we would take uh... those monetary donations and just go buy new shoulder pads for a kid or use ones if we could find them. Um, whatever's more cost effective, but still will help the child. Um, and we just want to be able to get these things to like kids in the greater Cleveland area. We know parts of Cleveland are great. We know parts of Cleveland struggle. Um, and so that's where we feel like us and other people can help. Um, we've already had like a school reach out, Lake Ridge Academy, um, actually reached out to Lynn, Lynn Tendo, um, <laughs> and they're, they're, um, collecting stuff for us, which is great from their kids, yeah. um, their kids and their parents. And, um, which school was this? I have, which school uh, was this? Sorry. Go ahead. I have, um, uh, I reached out to Avon, like Avon school PTO and Westlake and all that. So, yeah. They've, they've all been pretty open to help us, helping us. And like, That's awesome. We did not expect as good of a, um, like an initial reaction as we got. So we were all like floored by it. 
That's great. What what was the school that you said is already committed? I didn't catch it. Uh, Lake Ridge Academy. Lake Ridge Academy. Where is that one located? I'm not familiar. Uh, is that, does anybody know? I don't know. I Look don't it up. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Let I me Google it. I've heard it before. I just, I just. I have to. I want. I want. There to goes say Jordan being awkward. <laughs> Always North Ridgeville. Oh, North Ridgeville. I was gonna say I wanted to say they were somewhere out west, but I wasn't like hundred percent positive. So I didn't Rangers. want to shoot myself in the foot. No, that's good for sure. That's awesome. Um, and then I guess what what in like um, how did you get involved? Let's start with that. How did you get involved? And then I'm curious a little more about the inspiration. Was this uh, your friend who who founded it? I guess is my question. Lynn. 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 Okay, Tendo. she was a founder. Okay. Little Lintendo. And then how did you get involved? I'm only I calling her Lintendo, by the way. <laughs> That's, we all call her Lintendo. That is nice. her name. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only time we really call her Linda is like when we're in front of her. Other than that, it's Nintendo. Um, nice. It's funny. We all refer to each other as our Twitter our Twitter names unless we're like <laughs> by each other. It's so weird. Um, she So she actually reached out to us. Like I, I told you guys, we have like this group chat that we've had gosh forever now um and she was like hey i want to do this would you guys be on board and without hesitation we were all like yeah absolutely um so then from there we kind of just grabbed it by the horns and we've been um doing the best we can to get our names out there and reach out to different people and use the different outlets that we have So it's been good. It's been good. Um, but she, yeah, she initially was the one that, um, Linda was the one that reached out to all of us and kind of pulled us all in together to do this. Great. That's awesome. No, it's super cool, right? Because, like, like, we all have, like, group chats. We all have groups of friends. Yeah. We all, like, yeah. But it just takes, like, it takes just that, that one time for somebody to be like, hey, we should, like, do something with this and, like, do something right. positive. And then, you know, obviously, like you said, uh, Lynn started it or had the idea, but then it took like all of you guys to actually get it up off the ground and like look at like it's been what just a couple weeks since you guys formed mm-hmm. this and like mm-hmm. you've got you've got schools committing to help you're doing your guys you're doing your first uh, donation drive this Sunday yeah. like yeah. you guys are doing so much uh, positive things in just a short amount of time and it's just from somebody saying hey let's do something positive and then everybody else rallying around it so that's really cool yeah and high and dry like big shout out to them because it's like we put out that first initial like first rounds of tweets and they jumped like jumped at the opportunity to help us they were what can we do can we host something for you can we be a venue like they did not hesitate and like we had gone there every once in a while just for like to watch the browns games together um but uh, Mark was Mark was great. He, without hesitation, was like, "I want to help." Um, and we we were like, "Well, let's do, let's just do it." So he was already we were already planning on going there Super Bowl Sunday, and then so it really because we we love High and Dry. High and Dry is prob- oh, probably my favorite place in Tremont because um, it's just so much fun and oh yeah, the, like good place. I've never had terrible service there or terrible. The food is so good. They have a great, they have a great beer list too. They have a great draft beer yeah. list there. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. High and dry is fantastic. Uh, so since we're talking about high and dry, to clarify for listeners, that is where the first uh, event is going to be for Kicks for yes. Kids, correct? And that yes. is this Sunday, February 7th, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, and I I saw on Instagram, it's 2 to 6 p.m. is when the drive is going on. It is 2 to 6. So we obviously want to be able to still keep in line with the guidelines and maintain social distancing. So we understand that people aren't going to, you know, drop off stuff and stay forever. Or we don't want like a rush of people um, so that we're overcrowding this space. Um, So we left it for like a four hour window. And we also didn't want like Super Bowl hours per se, just because we know it's a bar. It's going to get crowded. Um, Well, at least as crowded as it can be right now. Um, so we wanted to reduce the traffic in and out of there as much as we possibly could because of the pandemic, um, but also still be able to have a one-stop shop where people could drop off stuff. Um, and Mark even was like, he, so he, the promotion he was, he ran with, um, which I think is hilarious. Um, so every donation you bring, you get a free shot of Jameson. So, oh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you bring a bring a donation, you you'll get a shot. Um, there we which, go. Ryan's gonna bring um, so many things now. I'm a whis- <laughs> I'm a whiskey gal, so I was like, yes. Absolutely. Oh, did you hear that, Ryan? She's a, she drinks whiskey. I was going to say, I'll tell you what, I'll bring a donation and I'll give, you can have my shot. How about that? Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll donate to the cause. Uh, so for those who already have Super Bowl plans, for those who might be staying in for the virus or for ver- for whatever reason, where's a place where they could donate money? Is it like reach out to you or we, Nintendo or what's the deal? So we actually have, Kicks for Kids Cleveland has a Venmo. Um, okay. It's a business Venmo. So if you go on to Venmo and just search, like you have to slide over to like the business tab or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and just search Kicks for Kids Clee and it'll pop right up. Um, so that's where anybody who would like to send monetary no- donations and do not want to leave the house, we do not blame you. We completely understand. Um, that's where they can send anything monetary. Awesome. Kicks for Kids Klee. Look it up on uh, the business side of Venmo. Um, so, Bree, is there anything else we need to know about the, the organization? Is there any other plans in the future or any other details we need to know about Sunday? Or what else do we need to know? Um, we're kind of brainstorming a couple of ideas. We have a couple of ideas running around. Um, we, we definitely want to do something uh, for March Madness. Um, Ooh, yeah. So we'll, that'll probably be... The next time we try to plan something, at least in March, okay. just give us some <laughs> more than two weeks next time uh, to put something together. Um, but we, I think we pretty much touched on everything. Oh, I do want to also, um, ESPN Cleveland has been running ads for us in two. So nice. they, wow. they've been cool. a huge support for us too, which is awesome. Shout out ESPN Cleveland 850. Is that where Emmett works? Yeah. Your fellow Tottenham Hotspur Tottenham, brother. My Tottenham brother. E. Goldie. Shout uh, out E. Goldie. Sorry, we're talking about English Premier League. Talking soccer. Um, all right, so if you have anything else to say about the, about the organization, let me know. If not, we can jump into some pop questions. I yeah, I don't think so. I think I... 
think I covered everything. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and of course, we'll uh, post links to uh, Instagram um, and any other, you know, usernames or links that we could post for Kicks for Kids. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, Kicks for you Kids. Can, so we're on every social media site now, I think, okay. except for Twitter. Okay, um, yeah. Uh, we'll post. Well, we have, I mean, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, so we can cool. reference people on Twitter to go to Facebook and Instagram and any other sites that need to be linked, and we'll do that. We'll make yeah, sure to do that tomorrow. That. Thank so, you. For sure. Um, so, Bree, let's get into some uh, questions uh, for you. Your okay. favorite Cleveland, uh, various different favorite Cleveland questions I'm going to ask. So, okay. let's start off with brewery. You said you like beer, so let's start off with your uh, favorite Cleveland brewery. I'm a big Fatheads gal. Hey, so, uh, nice. Did you hear that, Ryan? Hey, so, I like Fatheads. So, Everyone off my back. <laughs> now, the reason why, so <laughs> Fatheads is my favorite brewery too, so I'm glad to hear that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yes. Uh, do you like the, the new one or do you like the, um, the North Homestead? Uh, I haven't been to the new one yet. Okay. Um, yeah. It's definitely on my to do list. I just haven't made it out there yet. But I do love the North Homestead one. Yeah. I, so I used to live like literally a minute from the North Homestead one. So that was my go to bar. Right. And I loved it. Um, <sighs> I would always drag some of these guys over there too in the past. But the, we, we've also been to the new one. It's impressive. It's pretty cool. Is it? Different yes. vibe, different vibe, but it's worth visiting for sure. I used to live not far from the North Homestead one. So I used to live. What was that apartment? Northern View Villas, that, those apartments sure. over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, literally right up the street. So. Yeah, yeah. I was up the street. I was at Bridal Bridalwood, or I don't even remember now. Bridalwood or something. One yeah, of the, something one of the like towers that. over there. But um, cool. All right. Yeah, Fatheads. We like Fatheads. Uh, so, what's your favorite coffee shop or coffee roastery in the city? If you're a coffee person, I don't know. I am. Um, my favorite, probably Twenty Seven. Oh, the new uh, uh, like, the 27 Club. MGK. Is that yeah, what you're talking about? Yeah. Along yeah. the flats. Yeah. Yeah, that place is yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan. It's pretty sweet. It's a, it's a different vibe, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of theirs. Their coffee's so good. Yeah, it's that so good. pink latte. Is, it's good. That pink it's latte good. is great. But when you're a moron like me and order the <laughs> pink latte with an extra shot of espresso and they ch- upcharge you like $4 for the extra shot and your latte turns into $9. You get a little frustrated. <laughs> um, that, but that was my fault. That is only funny to me because Lynn, so Nintendo is famous for this $10 Starbucks drink that she gets. <laughs> what? what is $10 yes. at Starbucks? I have, I cannot, if, if, when she comes on, you'll have to ask her about it because I cannot tell you what is in it. Um, she has this order like down. And she, it's always it, like a Snapchat from her, like, am I about to spend $10 on Starbucks? Yes. <laughs> the answer is always yes. Wow. Always yes. That the answer is, is always yes. That's crazy. I, Wow. Yeah, we'll have to learn what that is in the future for sure. Some people like their <laughs> coffee, man. All right. Let's do a favorite uh, Cleveland local business. It could be anything. It could be food. It could be clothes. It could be furniture, whatever. <laughs> no, there's, there's good there's local places. So my favorite Cleveland local business is actually an Etsy stop. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, nice. Two One Thrift. It's on Instagram. Um, Becca is the owner of that, and her stuff is the best. Like it's amazing. Sure. Um, I 
it's just it's all and it's nice because she does other teams too she not it's not just cleveland stuff yeah um but obviously the cleveland stuff is my favorite um but yeah she is by far my favorite like local i guess you would call business but yeah she's all i can't one day that she will have like a cleveland storefront i guarantee i'd be yeah, not that'd be great for is, a single second is that the one where uh, she thrifts everything and then like designs it herself. All this, mm-hmm. all this tie dye stuff. Yes, I do know this. Yeah, yeah no, this yeah. is really cool. I've seen these before. There's some really cool flannels. I'm, oh, a, I'm uh, a big flannel guy, and there's a bunch of two flannels. one thrift. Is yeah, okay. yeah, two one thrift. Look it up, folks. A play on two one six, the Cleveland area code for sure. Clever. Cool. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Really cool uh, stuff. And great, uh, yeah. great shout out. Great shout out. I like it. So the next, <clears throat> sorry, the next two are kind of similar, so they might be different depending on the person. Favorite bar, but then we could, I'm also going to ask, favorite place to watch Cleveland sports? Because some people, it's one and the same. Well, she already gave you the answer to that one. Yeah. Um, so, well, my favorite bar is probably Truman's. Yes. Um, it's in the flats. Love, love Truman's in the flats. It's by... Um, uh, do you know where, uh, oh, what's the place called? What's the Italian place down there called? Oh, oh. Uh, Lago. Lago. Yeah, it's right yeah, by Lago. I, yeah, I do know where that is. It's then. right yeah. across the street from Lago. Oh, and I know exactly where that is. My company always does Lago for our Christmas. Dinner. Um, yeah, Truman's is really good. They have great drinks. Um, cool. my favorite place to watch Cleveland sports is definitely high and dry. High and dry. Like, okay. Without question, hands down. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, it's crazy. I don't think I've ever seen a, 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 a game there, but I've definitely been there many times. You know, a little duck pin bowling, a little yeah. Cleveland Browns touchdown. You know, for sure. You can't beat it. Makes exactly. a Sunday makes a Sunday enjoyable. I've never for been. Sure. Oh, I've, I've been to right. High and Dry. I've never it's watched a game well, there. Well worth visiting. The, the, the beer list alone makes it worth it. Yeah, High and Dry is great. Yeah. Uh, let's do a uh, favorite restaurant, Cleveland restaurant. Morton's. Morton's. Yeah. Morton's. Oh yeah. Oh, steakhouse. steakhouse. Right? Yeah. Yep. Cool. I like Morton's. Great. That's right. interesting too because like a lot of people now are all like, uh, Marble Room, which I'm sure Marble Room is great. I've never been there, but like you don't hear a lot of people say Morton's. Morton's has been around in Cleveland for so long. Yeah. yeah. But everybody loves Marble Room now and Reds and you know that stuff. But Morton's is. They're good. They're very no, good. Like, no but Morton's them, is like but... Cleveland royalty. As far as like yeah. steakhouses oh, gosh, yeah. and restaurants go. For sure. All right, last one. Again, this might overlap with some of the other ones, but date spot. Favorite date spot in the city. Uh, High and dry. <laughs> uh, hilarities. Yes. Oh, uh, comedy good quick. Call. Yeah. Love yes. hilarities. Cool. Love hilarities. Good stuff. Favorite comedian. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bonus round. Favorite I'm, comedian. Ooh, um, I've seen some good ones there. Um, gosh, my favorite, Gabriel Iglesias is. Yay, right. Fluffy! Oh, love Fluffy. There we go. There's La Raza. <laughs> you had to get it in. Had to. Nice. Very nice. Good stuff. Well, cool. That uh, concludes the pop questions. Um, if you still have time, we have a few more segments to go through. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, talk talk yeah. a little Cleveland sports. Yeah, Dan will head some uh, Cleveland sports stuff. 
Well, so not exactly Cleveland yet. We're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. So um, we do a top five every week, which I kind of told you a little bit about. And yes. uh, this week we're doing our top five favorite Super Bowl commercials because the big game is on Sunday. And undoubtedly, the commercial game is almost, to some people, as big as the actual game. So we're going to give our top five lists of uh, commercials. So uh, okay. who wants to go first? I can go. I already have mine okay. down. Um, <clears throat> so I had to do a little research, but these are all ones that I remember. I just couldn't remember. <laughs> sometimes I couldn't remember the company because I don't know if I'm the only one, but I sometimes will see a commercial that's hilarious, but I have no idea what they're advertising. But um, So I'll start from number five. Uh, <laughs> this was last year's commercial. Probably the only one I liked. One of the only ones I liked from last year, but it was Mr. Peanut Dies. I don't know why. <laughs> Jimmy I, loves that I, I one. Thought, I forgot about that. I thought it was so funny for so many reasons. One, it was pathetic that they tried to rip off Baby Yoda. But two, I saw a YouTuber rant for like an hour on why it was important that Mr. Peanut died. And he brought up all this weird advertising from like the 1900s that was racist. And he was like, it's good that he died. And he took it so seriously. And I was like, all right, good point. And it was also... But it was also really funny. So, yeah, I don't know. I, that just has become a commercial that I think is iconic. But um, number four is Doritos Mousetrap. I don't know if anybody remembers this. Don't even remember the Super Bowl this was. But basically it was that a mouse used Doritos to set like a human trap. And, uh, and then like the guy grabbed the Doritos and then a giant mouse came out of like a closet and like beat him up. It was like yeah. probably mid-2000s. I don't know. Uh, crack me up though. Number three is careerbuilder.com. They did this commercial where it was like, they just kept going. They kept adding different scenarios. Like if you're not happy with your job, if you're not happy with your job and you want to like punch a koala and like, they just kept going down like all these like <laughs> random scenarios that you would do if you're not happy with your job. Pretty funny. Uh, number two is the FedEx Caveman Delivery Service. Uh, this was, I distinctly remember this being Seattle Seahawks versus, I think, the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2006. Um, and it was this over-the-top CGI spectacle where these cavemen were trying to figure out how to deliver a package to these other cavemen, and they used a pterodactyl. And at the end of the commercial, a giant dinosaur like squished the pterodactyl. It was just so Hold random. On. Jordan, stop. Did, no. Did, did you say Pittsburgh? I... Good morning. Good afternoon. I don't know if you can hear that, but. This is an ongoing uh, little gag that happens. Uh -oh. I have I sound. Heard I, it. I have sound effects. That, wait, hold on. Did you? You oh, said this one's funny. This wait, one, you this said you said Steelers, right? I did. Of course, it doesn't play. Oh, looks like we're not going to hear the sound. But uh, anyhow, oh. we every time we say the p word or the s word, uh, <laughs> we we have uh, little sound bites that get played. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the number, my number one favorite commercial. Oh. <laughs> There's the other one. My number oh, one. Oh, such uh, a child. Number one favorite Super Bowl commercial was pro has to be E Trade's wasted money commercial, where they played a thirty. I, I think it was only thirty second clip of like a monkey dancing in like a truck, 
And then at the end of it, they said, well, that was a waste of $2 million. And they were like, <laughs> don't waste your money and, you know, check with our advisors or something. I don't know. But it was just such a funny concept where they literally did a pointless commercial and on paper wasted money, even though, I'm, you know, obviously I'm sure it was a huge benefit to do that. But I just thought it was a really funny concept. So those are my uh, top five. I don't know who's next. Who wants to go next? Bree, do you have a few? Bree, you want to go? go next? I have a few. Okay. Um, I think the Doritos commercial with the kid, his like mom is going on like a oh. first date. Yeah. And he like he's like smacks the heck out of the guy. Um, he's like, keep your hands off my mama, keep yeah. your hands off my Doritos. <laughs> yep. Um, what else is a good one? There was one last year. I feel like it was. Is either Alexa or Google Home where like the thing lost its voice and it had like a ton of celebrities do the voice for it? I like do one was that. Lauren yes. Ramsey. They had like Rebel Wilson was one of the them. Yeah, yeah, like Cardi yeah. B was one. They were like filling in for Alexa and doing a <laughs> terrible job. Yeah. Um, I feel like Budweiser always has really solid Super Bowl commercials too. Um. I think my favorite one of those one was the pup, the puppy, the puppy one. Mm-hmm. Um, where like the puppy, so like this guy gets a puppy and then like he raises it with like these horses and then the puppy. Yeah, it's where, point, it's where like, he thinks he's good. a Clydesdale. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm a big sucker for the Clydesdales. Mm-hmm. I love the Clydesdales. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, oh, do you guys remember the E Trade Babies? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That one that's almost made my list. One. That was that's a good one. Those were like I remember being like in my early twenties and those commercials were everywhere. But I remember the first commercial was like a Super Bowl commercial, but then they ran with it. Like they absolutely ran with it because the feedback was so great from that yep. one commercial. Um and then there was also like um probably the last on my top five, um there's like a Serena Williams. I don't. I, I want to say it was like Tinder, maybe Bumble. Um, but there was like a Serena Williams um, Super Bowl commercial where she it was talking about like um, women basically taking over the narrative of like not being patient. Just if you want something, go get it. Basically, um, I want to say it was Bumble. Yeah, it was Bumble. I just Googled it while you were talking. Looks like it was okay. Bumble. Yeah. I don't remember that. It says it was 2019. I don't remember that one. So it was from the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, so two years two years ago. Huh. We were at your house, weren't we? Or no? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll look that one up. I, I'm going to have to look that one up after after the show. And, and the stuff, message yeah. in that one, I feel like, was really great. It, like, cool. it was It was awesome. Yeah. No, for sure. And she's bad. She's badass. Oh, <laughs> Serena Williams is one of the greatest awesome. athletes yeah. of all time. All right, I'll go next. Sorry, Ryan. That's fine. <laughs> you can you can hit clean up. Perfect. Uh, so number five for me is uh, McDonald's commercial, the Showdown, the one with MJ and uh, Larry Bird. Oh, damn, that's one of mine. See, that's why that's why that's why I took it. Classic. It's where they're they're basically uh, playing horse or or uh, make it take it or something, and like for their McDonald's lunch or whatever. <laughs> All over the arena. Yeah. The thing that sucked about this is they like LeBron and Dwight Howard tried remaking this years later, and it bombed. Yeah, I, I, I bombed. vaguely remember that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, number four for me is the Volkswagen, the Force. It's where the kid, the dad, uh, uh, sets it oh. up, sets it up so the kid wearing a Darth Vader helmet thinks he had he ha- actually has the Force powers by uh, his dad like turning the car on from the remote. Uh, the key fob and whatever, and the kid actually thinking like he's Darth Vader and he's you know one with the Force. Uh, that was on there for me. Uh, I don't know if you said this, Jordan. The Wasted Monkey from E Trade. Yeah, is that on your list? Yeah, yeah that was I was on. There. You already talked about it. So. Uh, I don't remember that. You should Google it after this show. It's so funny. It's exactly my type of humor. Like it's just <laughs> hilarious. Uh, number two for me is uh, Reebok office linebacker Terry Tate. Mm-hmm. That's where he just goes through. He just goes through an office building and just decks everybody in it. Uh, oh yeah. Where, where yeah? So look that one up. That one's from like that one's from yeah. That one's from like the '90s. That's like the most famous Super Bowl commercial of all time. And then number one for me, kind of already uh, said it with you with the puppy one is uh, any any. It's not even one. It's anything with the Clydesdales. Sorry, 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 Ryan. I, man. So I actually this this is gonna sound really weird. I got to meet the Clydesdales. So hmm. they came to bowling. I, I went to BG. So I like you with Ohio State. Me on a very smaller scale. Go back to BG for a football game every year. Yes. And this year, or it was like two or three years ago. Me and my buddy Steve, who co-hosts our Browns post-game shows, uh, we went back for homecoming, and the Clydesdales were there. So I got to actually touch one of the Clydesdales. I'm so jealous. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I love the Clyde. I'm obsessed with the Clydesdales. They're like just, they're just like so like, but like they're horses, but they're not horses. They're like they're majestic. Yes, they're horses. Like on I don't want to say on steroids because that's weird, but they are. Yeah, they are. But they are. But any any, I, I love the Clydesdales uh, commercial when they're playing football, uh, when they have the zebra as the referee. Just right. hilarious, by the way. But the cutest one is the one that you said, the one with the puppy, where he's he, where he's uh, raised to think he's one of the Clydesdales, and and at the end they have him like leading the Clydesdales, trotting around. Oh, it's fantastic. So that's mine. Sorry, Ryan. Took no, like I, half of yours. That's fine. So yeah, for me, number five was the Larry Bird MJ. It's a classic. Uh, number four for me was the David Harbor Tide commercial from a couple yes. years ago. Where it's like they were pretty much just like ripping off like other commercial, like popular commercial tropes, and they were just kind of forcing him into different oh, scenes. Yeah, I just I get a kick out of David Harbor. I think he's hilarious. Uh, number three, a classic Budweiser, the Frogs. I think uh, oh, that I was like iconic from like childhood. <laughs> Bud uh, wise. Exactly, and then I also really like the the not you you're not yourself when you're hungry Snickers commercials, specifically oh, yeah. the one with Betty White. I love oh, yeah. Betty White is adorable. I love that woman. Happy belated birthday! Yeah, by shout the way, out Betty. to her. Ninety nine, ninety nine, and still kicking. Every time I see her name trending on Twitter, I like hold my breath. I'm. Oh is, my god, my heart drops. I know that woman is an angel, and she needs to keep living forever. Didn't they uh, say she's the like off. a she's a the Cleveland sports fan? I think she is. I think she is a Cleveland sports fan, which is even better. Yeah. Um, and then similar to Dan, my number one, honest to God, anything with puppies. If you got a puppy in it, oh, it's yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a winner. Any of the Budweiser commercials, again, with the puppies and the Clydesdales, or you find a way to work in a cute puppy, I'm a sucker. I'm a simple guy. It, it doesn't take much. So there, there's my five. Sweet. Jimmy doesn't have a mic, so we're just, you don't get to say we're anything. Just gonna skip him. I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
We're still low. I don't have one. We're still low budget. We need to buy another mic. (laughs) Uncultured. Well, anyway, uh, just to put a bow on the whole Super Bowl thing, let's go around the table and say who we think is going to win. That was our poll of the week this week. Was who you got in the Super Bowl? So uh, let's go around the let's go around the uh, room here and give our predictions. Let's start with Bree. Bree, who's winning the Super Bowl? Who's gonna win? Gotta go with the go. Uh, to, I'm gonna say Whoa. the Bucks. Whoa. Okay. Okay. As much as like, and I just hate Patrick Mahomes. Wow. Oh, really? Wow. I feel like you don't hear a lot Not of that. Not Patrick Mahomes. This His is significant other makes him like. They're so him and it between his fiance and his brother. They're just so crazy <coughs> to me. Oh, they're like, so freaking I, annoying. I can't deal with them screaming into a phone again. So <laughs> for that reason alone, I want Tom Brady to win. <laughs> okay, I see. I also and uh, we we talked about this on the show, Bree. I don't know if you agree with me. I feel like Patrick Mahomes is getting into that Steph Curry realm to yes. where like everybody 100%. loves him after he won his first, and obviously. You know, he had to beat us to win his title, so we obviously hate him regardless. Right. But I feel like Steph Curry has gotten to that point where, like, people are so annoyed by him because he was always winning the title and always being uh, the talk of every single sports show, which is kind of like how Mahomes is now. So I feel like if Mahomes win this, wins this Super Bowl, I think you're going to start to see the tide turn on him a little bit as far as, like, people, like, just over-the-top <laughs> loving him. Yeah, I agree. Um, only to a point, like, because he want people want to associate the GOAT title to Patrick for whatever reason. I'm like, this kid, this kid is, he's still a kid. Like, he, this is, he's still new to this, like, like he, he's not Tom Brady level. He's not even at an Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers level where you can be like, yeah, he's consistent. He's great. He's awesome. He's an elite quarterback now, but that's not to say he's going to remain elite quarterback. He needs yeah. to prove that he's going to remain that elite quarterback. Um. Yes. Like, for hometown reasons, I want, like, I originally wanted the Chiefs to win because of Hitchens, but I just... And Kelsey, too. I Like you said, he's very much turning into a very, like, Steph Curry type of person. Like, even, there were, I remember when, like, Steph Curry got super popular, Alicia was the talk. Yeah. Um, oh, just God. Because her, she was just all over social media, and she was always running her your mouth um, <laughs> and now his, like Patrick Mahone's fiance very similar her brother his brother I think it's his brother that's all over TikTok yeah it's his brother <laughs> they're just they're so obnoxious like they make you want to hate him yeah I'm uh I uh I guess I'll go next I I'm rooting for the Chiefs because I want to see Cleveland boy Travis Kelsey win um and then you said Hitchens Hitchens what what is he uh he's a coach with the Chiefs now, Hitchens is a def- DB. Don't oh, he's still that. playing. I think he's still playing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know he was still playing. I'm sorry. No, yeah, <laughs> I don't follow playing. the Chiefs very, very much, so no, I wasn't sure. But, uh, yeah, I want to see Kelsey win. I want to see Kelsey win, and then in two years, sign with the Browns as a free agent. I mean, that'd be cool. Oh. Awesome. I, I want yeah. to see Kansas City win simply because it – Feels slightly better saying we lost to the eventual champs. Um, True. I just 
we were really in that game, and and I think the Browns put up a better fight against KC than the Bills did, and maybe that's, that's just me being thing. a biased homer. 100%. But I really think that we had a we had a legitimate shot, and so I'm still just kind of stuck on that. And so I'd rather say we lost to the eventual champs rather than the eventual runner ups. Um, with that being said, I think that. I will never bet against Brady until proven otherwise. And I think that I don't like the guy, but you can't pretend for a second that he's not the best to ever play his position. And I mean, the guy's going to his 10th Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, for crying out, like that's, that's legitimately unheard. He's almost 50% on his career. He's like in the mid forties or whatever. I mean, nearly every other year that man goes to the Super Bowl. That's crazy in such a team driven sport. Yeah, that's yeah on average because they they de- he definitely had you know it came and went in spurts but still I mean you know what he's done is uh, the word unprecedented gets thrown around awfully casually these days but it is legitimate in this case I mean the man is 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 balling out to an extent we've not seen so the combination of their defense being what it is and being able to put enough that now you're never going to be able to fully stop Patrick Mahomes with all his weapons but I think that that defense can slow him down enough. Uh, that Brady can you score enough. That's what you too. Well, yeah, that could be part of it too. Does Tampa Bay have a Mac Wilson? Oh God, <laughs> they they probably hope not. Yeah, <laughs> yoinks. So you're going with? I'm going with the Bucks. I want Chiefs, Whoa. but I'm going Whoa. Bucks. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going with the Chefs. Your guts telling you that the Bucks are going to win. Correct. Interesting. Yes. Jimmy. Jimothy. Go Tampa. What? <laughs> Ignore that guy. Why? Uh, I cheer for greatness. I cheer I for see, greatness. I want to see Brady win. Yeah. I, it's, it's annoying. Oh. It's annoying to see the same team win over and over again. I get it. It's the same guy winning over yeah, and over again. What are again, you talking about? But I just want to see a franchise win. I want to see the I want to see the Bucks win. And you got to cheer for greatness. Okay, that's Come enough. On. That's, that's enough. enough. <laughs> um, Jordan's like, I'm taking my mic back. That's enough. So my gut tells me the Chiefs are going to win because I've it's just a all around. Amazing team. I'm going with the Chiefs. Um, I will never in my life say Tom Brady's not the GOAT. There could be another guy who is similar. I, Tom, Tom Brady's a GOAT, in my opinion. And I, I think that's a very easy take. I think that's universally accepted at Right. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, not a, it's not a crazy take. Like Everyone right. believes that. Right. But him being the GOAT doesn't make me want him to win. Him being the GOAT doesn't make me think he's going to win. I still think the Chiefs are going to win. Um, I've, I'm a notorious Tom Brady hater. Uh, this doesn't mean I'm negating his career or like what he's done. It's just most of my adult, not, not adult, most of my life, I've had to watch a Tom Brady team be a contender. And I'm sick of it. I'm just plain yeah, right. sick of it. I'm just going to be well, honest. You can, you can, I'm a you hater. Can. That's what I it is. I don't disagree. Like, me, so me and Mo- Molly... Um, Molly Rose on Cleveland on Twitter. If you want, shout to out reference who I'm talking about. Um, are we were talking about this during the playoffs? We were just we're just so sick of seeing Tom Brady. Like, right, right. Love him, respect him. You have 100%, to respect him. Hundred percent. But I'm sick of his face. Like, right, right. <laughs> seriously. Well, cool. and then so sick of and seeing then, him. And then, Super Bowl. Well, I, I don't know about you, but seeing Gronk in the Super Bowl again just rubs me the wrong way. I, I'm also a notorious Gronk hater, so but I well, admit, like, I admit, I'm a hater. Here's the thing about Brady, right? So like you can you <laughs> it you can play it like you can have it both ways. You can say he's the goat, but you can also root against him. Like you don't right. have to yeah. root for him if right. you say yeah. he's the best of all time. 
He's yeah. a goat. You have to respect him. Sure. I'm sick of his face. Like <laughs> I, I also legitimately think that the Chiefs are a better team, and I think they're going to win. But that's a. I, that's, I think whoever has the ball favorite. last in this game is going to win. I think oh. the yeah, and I think the Chiefs are the more talented team, but I think that between Brady. And in, in like the, I think the hot team is Tampa Bay. I think maybe you okay. could argue that KC have, has more. They have the momentum coming in. They do, yeah. KC might have yeah. the talent, but uh, the Bucks have Brady and momentum. So I don't know. I tell you what, I think it's going to be an exciting game. I, I definitely. That's the one thing. Like when you don't have like a team that you really love or a team that you really hate in the in the big game, you just want it to be competitive and exciting. And so yeah, you I know, love fun football. Yeah, exactly. I just want it to be a good game. I, I do agree with that. I, how about I, the how about the fact that Tom Brady he picks he he leaves the Patriots for the first time in his career, picks the team that he goes to in free agency, and leads them <laughs> he to just the Super picked Bowl. Picked a random team and was like, "Do you guys want to go?" Right, to the Super leads Bowl? them yeah. to the Super Bowl, and it just so happens that Greatness. this year. <laughs> The Super Bowl is in the city where he picked to go play. So he's the first player ever to play a home game in the Super Bowl. Another reason to root for him. That's not Why is that a reason to root for him? It's a terrible, it's history. It's terrible, terrible. Oh, get ter- stop, stop. That's, stop. that's terrible. I want to see Mahomes' brother dance on TikTok for <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. So you'd rather see Gronk and all those guys dance, but you're see, offended no, by his brother. Is a no talented you know what? Mahomes' brother That's enough. This is the enough. thing about Gronk this... is so like, somebody... Tweet like tweeted. This has stuck in my head ever since I saw this tweet. Somebody tweeted out that like when they see Gronk, they think of like a golden retriever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that so is completely since correct. I've seen that, like I can't. You can't unsee it. it. Like in my brain. Yeah. How can you not root for? A golden yeah. Retriever? You. I mean, like at the end of that, you wow. can't deny. Like nobody ever anywhere has more fun doing whatever it is they're doing than Gronk. Like he, like hundred percent golden retriever is completely spot on. When he was on that New Year's Eve special, just hammered, belligerent, <laughs> beside yeah, himself. With Steve Harvey, yeah. With Steve Harvey, when he broke like some trophy or something, like some like yes, Lego trophy, he was obliterated. Oh, he was trash and messy. Steve, Steve Harvey was just like, get him off the stage. Like, yeah. I don't, what's going yes. on right now? Get I, got, I gotta say, I gotta say one thing about Gronk. One tiny thing I respect about him. Is how much he drinks? Well, I read I read an article, maybe GQ or something. Where they're like, "What's your drink of choice?" He's like, "Uh, "Vodka water," and they're like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah." So that way, I'm hydrating while I'm drinking. I'm like, "All right, all right, I'll give him that. That's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool." What a Neanderthal! In the same article, this is why I despise this man. I just get like this is not the only reason, but one of the reasons. In the same article, he they were like, "So uh, yeah, how was it like? Like all the women and stuff." He's like, and he. Was like, oh, honestly, I'm kind of bored with all that. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I was like, this is enough of this guy. Like, well, but, but the water vodka thing, I respect. I could never do that, but I do respect. Well, him. he's dating. Uh, what? What's her oh, name? No, uh, yeah, he's he's actually not. Yeah, he's different now. He has a. He's. he's I can't. He's in a Camille, stable relationship. Camille. Uh, I can't pronounce her last name. Cots. Kot, Kotsik or something? No, I have no idea who he's dating. She was on, I like, just the, know he's dating. She was he on like, the steady. cover of the SI swimsuit issue like two hey. years ago or something. I don't know. She's a model, whatever. There you go. But yeah, hopefully he's still. models. Is that that? Yeah, that, I don't think Ron well, yeah. could date anyone who's not a model. Yeah, right. Anyhow, uh, so Super Bowl. Enough of this talk of these other teams. Let's talk about the Browns. <laughs> Hell yeah. What's, that's what we all came for, came here for. Um, so a big topic has erupted this week. Uh, in Cleveland media, talking about uh, 
the prospect of trading Baker Mayfield for Deshaun Watson. And we talked about this a little bit last week because, interestingly enough, Jordan, who's from Houston, is a Houston Texans fan and is going through it right now with, you know, the whole Deshaun Watson thing. And obviously we're from Cleveland and we have to hear – what did you say? All right, Pete, thoughts and prayers. Yeah. <laughs> so um, – so anyway, you know, this this topic has been brought up by numerous like uh people that saying like we should like call the Texans and see if we can trade Baker Mayfield for Deshaun Watson. Like we talked about it last week. Bree, where do you come out on this? Absolutely not. Well said. There I agree. Go. Um and like I saw, like I tw- I responded to just one. Like I've seen these tweets, and I've responded to one. And I even when I responded to it, I was like, oh, "This is the only time I will address this." Absolutely not. That's all I'm saying. This is not for debate. And I say that because yes, obviously Watson, on paper statistically, he has Baker beat. But where I think people don't realize is Baker was made for this team. Baker mm-hmm. and Kevin have work this offense around him Deshaun is probably a better quarterback but he's not a better quarterback for Cleveland and that's kind of how I feel about that whole situation like no not taking anything away from Watson he's great he has the potential to be an elite quarterback for sure in the league but I would not trade Baker Mayfield right now absolutely not I think it just makes us. It makes no sense. No, it, it doesn't make sense for the Browns because uh, you would. You guys would have to give up a lot for that. And Deshaun hasn't proven himself in cold weather situations, which is another weird aspect of him. Yeah, it um, is. And, That's interesting. And, I never. I never. Yeah, thought no. About I, it. I, no, I'm That's serious. Like, look up the stats. It's really. Well, weird. I mean, he played in Cleveland this year. Well, that and other games that he's played in, it's really yeah. weird. Uh, Baker yeah. has proven himself to be a quarterback that can work with his team and is working fine with his team. It, it would make no sense. The players have come out and like criticized that thought, so it's not going to happen by any means. No, it's I yeah. see. No. It's not going to happen. I, listen, do I think? Do I think Andrew Barry, Browns GM, has called Houston and been like, okay, just for shits and giggles what's what's it going to take to get Deshaun from from you guys and then it's probably the extent of it because more than likely i mean i would argue i I don't even know that's happened i think the browns are if if i were the browns well i think if i I had to bet i would think they're probably cool with where they are no i i well i i don't think he he i think he listen we're never we're never gonna yeah maybe they listen we're never gonna know but i think just to make sure he does his due diligence, I think the call's been made. Yeah. Well, they're already... Let's, I agree. Let's be honest. And again, I'm not trying to dig in on this one. I, I promise I'm not taking shots, Jordan. Barry's probably already calling about J.J. Watt already. Well, so I, that's I, another I, thing. No, I told you guys you should call for No, 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 no I agree. Watt. But what I, I'm saying I is... I agree with that. They're on the phone and, you know, Nick Casarios, your new GM, and Andrew calls and he's like, hey, we're talking J.J. Watt packages, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, hey, by the way, just for kicks... You know, what's it going to take for Deshaun? You that's I mean? the only way I could see. Yeah, yeah. But JJ Watt. I I told you guys you should trade for. You should do the JJ. Oh, Watt. Jordan, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. that they're exploring. If somehow JJ Watt ends up on the Browns, I could see Jordan buying a Browns jersey. I wouldn't, but I would. Be, <laughs> I would be. I would be happy. I would be happy. You wound me. Yeah. I would be happy. I would be happy for JJ, but I would not buy a Browns jersey. Sorry. 
No, I get it. Well, no, I think probably well, be a. I'd probably be more excited for the Browns than I would normally be. That's fair. I just think what Dan's getting at God, is I, I love agree. JJ Watt on the Browns. Most most GMs are calling simply because it'd be irresponsible of them not, not to. to. Yeah. At yes. the end of the day, is there a very serious consideration for at least in Cleveland? No, of course not. Because Nick Casarios is first going to say, oh, no, he's not for sale, blah, blah, blah. And then he's going to say, ah, five first-round picks and a player. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's going to well, have some crazy demands. I mean, thing, right. the season doesn't start for a long right. time. That's the I other mean, thing. The Deshaun and, Watson and, stuff. And realistically, there's probably two or three teams that are more re, more likely than. Correct. I, don't, I would argue the Browns are like the bottom of the list. They're not. Yeah. There's yeah. no yeah. need. It's not a need for the Browns. No, we're, we're a bottom it's five, bottom not, ten team. I, you would ask me this at the beginning of the year, I would have been like, you guys are stupid if you don't. But I'll be honest, <laughs> I'm a Baker hater, but he pro- he's proven himself to be a legit quarterback. Why would you mess with that? Well, yeah. Like and you said he's – or you, uh, Bree, you said he's he's built for the Browns. Why, why would you – like it fits yeah. with the team. You're not going to want to mess with that. And that's why I liked so much what you just said, Bree, is that at the end of the day – there's there's quality players. The talent is there for all of these guys, but there is such a thing as a better fit. And you know, we talk about you know a defensive end who can play in a three four versus a four three and different you know schematic situations and this that and the other. Mm-hmm. Baker's experiences, his attitude, his aggressiveness, his pick your analogy or pick your um, adjective for him. His his persona fits in Cleveland, and I think that it would fly completely in the face of everything that Andrew Barry has said and done, everything yeah. that Kevin Stefanski has said and done, to just simply say, well, on paper, Deshaun's a little bit better in these two or three areas, so yeah. let's just, We're just throw a wrench in the whole system. And try, yeah. I mean, like we yeah. people that's don't understand. The, we we were toe-to-toe with the team that's representing the AFC the chefs. in the uh, Super Bowl. Like We were right okay. there. I mean, again, we have to prove it all over again next year. There is no such thing as I'll just picking up. Oh, I know. I hate that. I hate that so much. That hurts. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I completely agree with every, everything you're talking about. Um, I, I think that we'd be silly to do it. But it's at the just, end of the day, it's just a position that we, as fans, haven't seen. At least me, for as long as I can like remember, it's always at the end of the season. Okay, who are we drafting a quarterback? Okay, right. who's yeah. going to be our head coach yeah. next year? Okay, who like those? It's always those two key components that we're looking at and for once we don't have to do that this year so why even prod it like why even poke that bear right it's it's like you know where we're struggling we know where we need to improve and that's obviously in our defensive end why just just, it's silly like at this point to even entertain it and i don't think it ever was a serious thing i think it's a media thing like the cleveland media knows what they're doing when they even talk about that like and it's just how the it's just how it works. I'm we don't know what to do like, with ourselves this time of year if we're not talking about the draft. My boy Aaron Goldhammer. <laughs> oh gosh. I hate Cleveland media. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes. I'm, like that's something that I tweet about quite often. T. Like, Grossy, Daryl Ryder, I, the best. I'm blocked by Tony Grossy. Um, <laughs> that that you sh- that is a badge of honor, Bree. That is a badge of honor. I'll tell you. I wasn't even that mean when you blocked me. So. Like, like what I was going to say about this was kind of going off what Ryan said. Like, if you, if you look at it in a vacuum, okay, most people would say Deshaun Watson is statistically a better quarterback, right? The numbers bear that out. Yeah. Yeah. But why would you, you know, we're like, we're like the kids, usually, not this year, but we're usually like the kids at Christmas with no toys, right? 
This year, we finally got a shiny toy in the form of a revitalized Baker Mayfield with Kevin Stefanski. And I feel like, as Browns fans, we don't know what to do with it. So we're just like, oh, let's trade it for something better. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's, there's just a certain group of Brown fans that are just so... It's very small. With, they're so content with misery because that's all they've known. It's very them. small. Uh, we... Uh, our friends over at the That's What B Said podcast uh, like to call them Dales. Ah, love I don't, them. I don't know if you know that term there, Bree. I'm sure you do. I do, I do, yes. I'm sure you deal with a number of Dales on a daily basis. I like to call them Chads. Chads, okay, hey, Chads, um, Chads, that Dales. That is my whatever. version of, like, the male Karen, I guess, is a Chad. Yeah, there you um, go. Same, yeah. same spirit. Only yeah. because, like, the worst. Uh, customer I ever had as a bartender, his name was Chad, there you and go. he was like very like Karen energy to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you have to have an experience with it, right? To be able to like, yes. okay, if you call somebody who's acting like that, it harkens back to like you just always remember. Okay, this is why I'm calling him that. And I'm just like, okay, Chad, all right, yeah. get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I, I don't I don't think like brown a lot of Browns fans like know what to do right now. We're in like this like. We've never experienced this before. It's like the last time we were in the playoffs was 18 years ago. Yeah. A literal light, a literal lifetime ago for some Browns fans. Like our producer yeah. Jimmy is 22 years old. He doesn't remember the Browns in the playoffs before this year. It's just yeah. it's crazy. So it's like you know the thought of something potentially better comes around just, and like Browns fans like, don't know what to do with it. It's. It's almost like they they don't know how to just be content. Like they either need to be thrilled or they need to be miserable. Pissed like there off, is yeah. just no in between. Yeah. Um, but I say we like we that. go forward with Baker. <laughs> Agreed. Grow this another year. I mean, who's to say that the Browns aren't going to be better next year? You know, Baker has had. You know, we talk about this all the time on our podcast. Ryan and I are huge. You know, we're probably president, vice president of the Baker fan club. Um, and this kid has had four coaches and now three years. He's yep. had four different offenses. Let's see what this kid can do with a full offseason. And also, he had this season with no offseason, with barely any yep. training camp, barely any time in person with his teammates, and he put up the season that he did. So why not well, go not through? not only that, between like COVID and our injuries this year, like 100%. his offensive line was constantly changing. His defensive Targets were constantly changing just because yeah. we cannot keep lost OBJ lost OBJ on the, on halfway field. through the season. That's another topic yeah. we could get into, but we don't have another half an hour to talk about it. But oh, uh, that one pisses me off too. Yeah, I I, I can't. I mean, I I've been saying like I've been saying for the last week, like, is it September yet? Because we have to wait until August September again to watch this team. And, it's so uh, not fair. Bree, what's your favorite uh, Cleveland sports team of the three? Cleveland Browns. We're talking okay. about them. Okay. I figured. I figured. Yeah. I was just making. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, the other ones are just like filler sports to me. Like I love, I love the Indians. Nothing beats a baseball game to me. Um, Cavs. All right. Yeah, I'll watch them. Um, they're exciting to watch this year, though. I'll give them that. They are between Garland and. Um, Sexton and our Jer Allen now being on the team. They're exciting to watch this oh year. God. You mean um, you mean you mean the backcourt uh Sexland? <laughs> yes. Did you see did you uh, see that the Cavs actually tweeted Sexland today? <laughs> yeah. He 
Uh, I saw somewhere Colin uh, put it on his Instagram too. Yeah, I guess Colin uh, Darius Garland told Larry Nance to stop calling him that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, Colin's embracing it. <laughs> But the point. team, but the but the team social media accounts are now embracing it. So he's, I mean, he's lost that battle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Can't beat him, join him at this point. Yeah. So they're they're pretty exciting. That's a nice segue. Uh, the Cavs had a nice win last night um, yeah. over Timberwolves. The T Wolves. That's right. Thanks, Ryan. I had no idea we played. I got you. I watched the entire game and I had no idea we played. <laughs> I didn't watch. But that. how good how good was Jared Allen last night? I don't know. I didn't watch my guy. <laughs> he was like Matemba. He was like, nope. <laughs> Jared Allen had 23 points on nine shots, 18 rebounds, five blocks. Thank you for that, champ. That feel that feels like a good stat line. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the Cavs won. They're now 10 and 11 on the season. Um, and they're fighting like hell, man. They're not great, but for they're scrappy. <laughs> he yeah. a little confused, but he got the spirit. <laughs> Uh, it, I mean, if nothing else, they're incredibly ent- entertaining to watch. Yeah. Which, I mean, when's the last time we could say that about a non-LeBron Cavs team? Never. I, honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like I legitimately could not tell you. I'm also before, a very before, casual I mean, Before we were alive. I mean, the yeah. last the last time like you could do that with the Cavs is when we had Mark nice. Price and yeah, yeah Price, Doherty, yeah. Larry Nance Sr. That's how far back it goes. Um, so, uh, yeah. But uh, I, w- I would love to go to a Cavs game. I just wish, like we said before, I wish the pandemic would be over so we could just get on with our lives. Seriously. Yeah, oh, like Ka- Cavs-related shout-out. Congrats to Kevin Love and now fiance Kate Bach. Hey. Hey, another, yeah, right. a- another. Uh, <laughs> well, I saw you. I saw you making a face. Is, are you upset about that? <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. I didn't realize how tall. That's the only reason that'll never happen for really me right. now. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, there you go. I didn't realize how tall she was until I saw a video yeah. of him and her. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my goodness, she's taller than me. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like, yeah. Because well, wow. she, she's also like, a, like she an SI. Ball, right? uh, Did she play ball or something? I don't, she might have. She's, I, she's I a know. swimsuit model. And oh, she's, okay. she's definitely like a fashion model or swimsuit model. Yeah. Yeah. So she's definitely tall. Um, yeah, the, he uh, proposed. Yeah, I saw Channing Fry and uh, Richard Jefferson were busting his balls because apparently he had already proposed and he, they were recording an episode of Road Tripping, but Kevin didn't bring it up and he's like, "I'm not gonna." He's like, "I wasn't gonna announce my engagement on Road Tripping, guys. Like, <laughs> get, like, get out of here." Because R- RJ was giving him a bunch of grief that's for so it. So selfish. I know, right? How dare you? But uh, no, yeah, that, that's yeah. exciting. Cool. I miss Chang and RJ, by the way. Can we talk about how much uh, fun those two guys big were? Big RJ guys. <laughs> oh, I big mean, fan. I don't mean to pull the, I've been an RJ fan more than y'all. Oh, you, was, you absolutely have. I was have. watching yeah. him and when he was with the Nets. Yeah. I oh. loved him on the Nets. Yeah. He's he, hilarious. He is. Yeah. He's And he's he's so good at TV and radio. Did you see he trolled LeBron and that courtside character. Yeah. Oh, like, can we yeah. get into this? Yes. I saw he that. He followed her and liked like all of her pictures. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. I can't tell if he was. Obviously, there's a silly element, but I can also tell. I, I also can't tell if he was maybe like making like a comment to LeBron or something. But I don't know. I think he was just. Yeah. I just think he's a troll. Yeah, RJ is just a. He's, he's a, trolling him. Yeah. He's yeah, a premium yeah. what they, troll. What were they calling that that lady? Was it courtside yeah. Karen? Yeah. Courtside Karen. Yeah. yeah. Courtside Karen. <laughs> and then some people were saying that uh, uh, like UFC should, should uh, sanction her versus uh, Savannah oh in a fight. God. That's not even a fair fight. No, no Savannah <laughs> would kill her. 
that is funny. Well, yeah, that whole thing was that, that whole thing was ridiculous, and, and and I don't know exactly what was said or wasn't well, said. Well, am I incorrect in saying that if it wasn't COVID fans, like if it was like a normal amount of fans, that probably doesn't even happen. Well, because yeah, yeah, LeBron probably you, could you hear probably, them more clearly. Right, you probably could. Was, LeBron probably doesn't even hear that if it's like a normal. Well, I saw it somewhere somebody reported that like. The husband had said something to him, and LeBron was like replied something back that was like lay off the steroids, and that's when she like lost her shit. Right. Well, my favorite um, my favorite part was how apparently Le- like Le- in a comment LeBron was like I thought it was her dad, and then she said husband, and he's like oh damn okay yeah like because it's like when you look at I saw some photos. My of them, favorite part about that entire thing is the like when it happened, the announcers were like she's doing that like cat meme. Oh point. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, that whole thing was would ridiculous. Like I like I got to work today and like I was drinking my coffee at my desk and I like was scrolling and I clicked the link and I just went down this like the hashtag for the court or courtside Karen and like I clicked the accidentally clicked the link while I was scrolling and then I just got down this rabbit hole of like memes and then I was just hysterically like laughing at my desk because. <laughs> The just the internet remains undefeated at all times. Like there was so much savagery that I cannot take it. <laughs> oh man. I love how the internet just pounces, especially like on a slow sports week. Like the internet Everything will just absolutely too. pounce. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the slowest uh like this past weekend was the slowest sports weekend of like the year. There was nothing. Yeah. Yeah, nothing going on. Pretty low-key. No Pro Bowl because of COVID, which no one really, no one really cares about the Pro Bowl anyway. What? The Pro Bowl sucks. The Pro Bowl? Yeah. What? I mean, it, it's, it, but at least it's something, right? Like, at least, honestly, I get, more, I get more hype for, like, the dodgeball and the accuracy challenge. That like, stuff that, is fun. That it's stuff like, is fun. The well, game it's like, itself, no one cares about. Right. That's like that's like what the NBA All-Star has become. Like, everybody watches NBA Saturday night. Nobody cares about the game. I'd rather watch the dunk yeah. contest and the three-point yeah. and the skills competition way more than, yeah. I don't need to see, like, the East versus West, like, 200 to 199 yeah, it's like it's goofy, like goofy yeah fast. it's like the new it's like <laughs> seriously yeah. though hey, you what... can watch that every night now watch the brooklyn nets play yeah seriously good lord <laughs> yeah they play less defense than us four would offense with bazookas but they just yeah well you can watch houston rockets and see the third best defense in the league baby oh, there see, you, you had to get it in there <laughs> hey man good for you there. six in a row hey i'm proud of the Rockets. hey rockets caps finals let's go I, let's do it i both the rockets and the Cavs are fun right now so I, i'm with you like I'm, I'm i'm happy for you that you get like christian wood and get the John get, get the like toxic stuff dudes. out move yeah. along i mean it was yeah like i said i, get, I told Dan, oladipo like, yeah, we'll see about it. I don't think he's going to stay, but if he does, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Cool. It's fun. All right. Well, Good when stuff. we start talking about the Houston Rockets, I think that's... Uh, time to end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's time to get it. So... Um, I don't head out. Bree, uh, where, uh, where can we find you got you on social media and then uh, plug uh, kicks, for, um, kicks for Kids on social media? Find me on Instagram at Bree.ally. Um, on Twitter, it's Brie, B-R-I-E, underscore Alyssa, A-L-Y. Unless you're a chick. Um, and then Kicks for Clee, it's just at Kicks for Clee on pretty much everything. Facebook, um, Venmo for donations, um, and Instagram. We don't have a Twitter yet, but we're working on that. Um, but yeah. So go follow Brie, unless you're a Chad, in, in which case, stay away. 
Yes, stay yeah. far away, please. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so uh, Bree, we want to thank you for coming on with us. We really appreciate no, it. We had a ton of fun, me, guys. This was fun. Um, if you guys are out there listening and you have uh, new or gently used uh, sports equipment or cleats or shoes or anything like that. Head out to High and Dry on Sunday from 2 to 6 and uh, donate, or you can Venmo them. Um, if you don't have anything but you still like to donate, uh, you can do that as well. Did you have something? Did you say you don't have any football pad- shoulder pads? Uh-uh. Uh, you, you now have a pair. I have some from my whopping one year of college football. So. Oh, I am also, my birthday is this month, I am running a giveaway on my Twitter right now. Oh, cool. Um, for every dollar you donate to Kicks for Clee, um, you will be entered into a drawing to win a Cleveland Clothing Company care package. Oh, okay. love that. My time, so. I will restate now, if you are a Chad, yeah. you're allowed to follow her <laughs> if you donate money. <laughs> That's the, the only, only reason I allow that. Yeah, that's the only uh, that's the only uh, the only allowance. So yes. But thanks again, Bree, for joining us. We appreciate it. No, um, thanks for having me. You can follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast on all platforms. Uh, check out our website lotlpodcast.com for all the links to all of our episodes. And uh, yeah, um, if you're watching the Super Bowl this week, uh, hit us up on social media. Let us know who you think is going to win. We had a poll going. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much going to do it for us. So, for Bree, for Jordan, Jimmy, and Ryan, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, episode 146, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye.